Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's October 11th, Tuesday in the year 2022. And, yeah, the world's getting dumber by the day. We're going to go over a few of these things. First, remember that we're heading into some pretty intense times, and scarcity is going to become the new normal, unfortunately. So make sure you're stocked up. And I'm going to tell you, Patriots, before you do anything else today, take advantage of this special offer from My Patriot Supply. They are the nation's largest preparedness company. Right now, you can save 20% on their three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbards.com. That's preparewithbards.com. All these links are always below the podcast. My Patriot Supply wants everyone to affordably prepare for the tough times ahead. So for that, for this limited time, you'll save 20% on their three-month emergency food kit that gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Can't go wrong with that, I'm telling you. So get one kit for each person in the family, and you will have absolute peace of mind. And you can't put a price, and you know this, you can't put a price on peace of mind, especially when we get into crisis and stupid that's coming at us like a tsunami. So get it and forget it. That's the best thing about these because they last for years. So go right now to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Grab your 20% discount on each three-month supply kit you need. The kits ship fast and free in unmarked boxes for privacy so that the woke (laughs) delivery people We'll leave them alone. Get yours today and get them soon. They, they, they are selling fast, truly, and I'm not kidding. Buy Patriot Supply was hard to get on board with us because they were so back-ordered for so long. But as we know, food shortages are real and they're coming. So if you haven't heard, I'm rolling my eyes at this one. I'm going to play a minute and 19 seconds of, oh, this is eye-rolling for me. Tulsi Gabbard has left the Democrat Party. That's right. Tulsi, who was a junior member of the World Economic Forum. Tulsi Gabbard, who married a kid that was underage, and then he disappeared, and whose father of the kid was a cult leader over in the Philippines. And Tulsi Gabbard, whose new husband and her married under a cult leader in Hawaii. That same Tulsi Gabbard that was put into her first, won her first election because of John Podesta's help. Yeah, that Tulsi Gabbard suddenly has been awakened. Take a listen. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, 
And I invite you to join me. And where are you going to go, Tulsi? We don't know. You're going to go into the independent pool of walkers and wanderers. The only other walkers I know about were in zombie apocalypse stuff. They were walkers. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, this is the thing I've warned you about to be very careful. Because as the noose tightens, the elites are bailing. And the target right now is where the worst of the worst are. And the worst of the worst, even Putin's calling it out, are the Luciferian control center, which is run out of the Democrat Party. Now, Tulsi was all part of that. And I don't know what suddenly woke her up. But when you use terms like faith and spirituality, I am just going to be blunt. You can worship Satan and be considered having faith and spirituality. This is the only benchmark and gauge I would use for anybody. My suggestion, I think I'm right, though. <laughs> That's why I'm giving it to you. I'll say it this way, my opinion, but I'm right, so listen up. And that is this. If they don't believe and follow Jesus, eh, you're out. That's it. And then the second part of that is you have to absolutely, you have to have a belief in a constitutional republic, and you have to believe in the Constitutional Republic as our founding fathers intended, not this 1871 corporate America garbage that we're dealing with right now. So those are some good basic guides to follow. And because you know how I feel about the Second Amendment. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. As we also need a whole bunch of spiritual warfare prayer, and it's 11 minutes after the hour, buckle up. Here we go. Heavenly Father, we come to you today blessed as we each day are able to assemble in this most amazing space that we've created and you have blessed us with. In fairness, you've created all of this for us, Father, and we've listened and we've come, so thank you. Father, we're in a very treacherous time. We're finding so many deceitful hearts trying to once again deceive by openly pretending they're announcing one thing and migrating to others to try to hide in, in plain sight their true intentions. Father, we need a true eyes to see. And we, we are praying today for not just eyes to see, but that hearts can no longer lie. The politicians we have in this nation are despicable. They aren't walking with Jesus. They aren't telling the truth. And for that matter, nobody in our leadership in this nation speaks the truth. Whether it's the truth about what the true effects of this bioweapon are that people are being injected with, whether it's the truth about the real motive of the transgender movement to groom and turn children into grooming subjects and future pedophiles, whether it's the truth about the sin of gay and lesbian relationships, whether it's the truth 
about the rise of Satanism in our nation, whether it's the truth about getting you back on the throne and how everything is being done to cast you out of our country and out of our world, whether it's the truth about our agencies and how they're manipulating the visual perspective of the world so that we can't think or the poisons that are being put in our food and our water, whatever those truths are, people aren't speaking them boldly and they're being left to us your children, to continue to awaken the many. And we will pursue that relentlessly because truth in the end wins. So, Father, we pray that as we move forward and as this sword comes to the earth, that those that speak lies will have their tongues tied, that they can no longer speak the lies to deceive people. We pray that the eyes will be given to those that walk with Jesus to see clearly into the hearts of these fools to strip away the veneer of lies so that we can see deep within them and that we can, and that they will reveal their true motive and intention. We pray for the binding of their lies so that it can affect others when they do speak them, that when they spit them out, that they are just, they're left hanging, falling flat with ears that will turn them off, but only hear the glorious truth that comes through Jesus and to you, Father. And Father, for the many that are out there that are seeking, and there are many, may we have the compassion in the heart to walk them into a beautiful and intimate relationship with Jesus. Let us not condemn those that are seeking, but rather embrace them, guide them, share with them that love that Jesus gives us in this amazing opportunity to bring so many back to you. And Father, when it comes to youth, We pray heavy prayers today. Whereas we are coming to grips with the damage and destruction that is being done to the youth, we can just begin with the most obvious, which are those young boys and girls that have been compelled by their parents, compelled by a system to mutilate themselves in the sake of seeking gender, that later realize what they have done and now live with this burden in their heart when so many of them commit suicide. Father, give us the compassion and the hands to heal, to heal their hearts, to heal their souls, to guide them back to Jesus. Let us not carry a decision that they were compelled to make and burden them with it, but rather let us embrace them and let us guide them and heal them and let us let us introduce them to the glory and joy that Jesus can bring. And Lord, give them hope. These are such brutal times. We have such a horrific evil and the things that they're doing. And these parents, Father, these parents that are walking away from their responsibility to protect and nurture the children, let them feel your wrath. Father, I know that may be extreme, and I can even feel as I say it, it's the need for us to have compassion for the parents. But, Father, we at least need justice. These parents must confront, at the very least, the horrors that they've been placed upon their own children. And they must be on their knees repenting for that, and they must spend the rest of their lives doing whatever they can to heal the damage that they have done. As you have said yourself, those that are caught doing damage to the little ones, 
it would be better for them to have a millstone than to face the Father, a millstone around their neck. Well, Father, this is a time of justice and a time of sword to the earth, and we have such despicable evil that is targeted and waged a war against the children and against the elderly, both classes of innocent. And so, Father, as we close this prayer today, we pray for forgiveness for our lack of forward-leaning action, our lack of resolve to put our foot down and stop this, because each one of us, in one way or another, has not done enough. And so equally with that prayer, Father, we pray for the strength, the mightiness, and the rise of the dread champions of righteousness to stand boldly in front of this evil, to crush this evil, and to not let it have another inch or another soul. Father, guide us in these times because these are difficult times. These are times of torment for so many. Bless us with the power to inspire the many into the love of Jesus. Present us with the opportunities for us to accomplish that. And let us be humbled in our hearts to embrace them, forgive them, and guide them to our Lord and King. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'll tell you, it's difficult. I've been, there's an article, it was in the Epic Times, about transgender children that are waking up and just the mental anguish that they're suffering through realizing what has been done, what they've allowed to be done to their body. And so many, the testimonies are always the same. They were compelled to do it. They didn't know better. And and that we have to embrace. The older transgender fools that are grooming them, that's millstone time. The parents that are complicit in this despicable act, that's like hard labor time. But the doctors that are conducting these surgeries for profit, That's the elevator to the lake of fire. And I'm telling you right now, I will gladly volunteer and I'll be wearing my heavy duty boots and I'll be kicking their butt right in that elevator, pressing the down button and no water on that trip, by the way, none and no cookies. It ain't happening. It's just unbelievable. So sad. So absolutely sad. So take a listen to this. Um, Interesting piece that C.S. Lewis once wrote. thought I'd share it with you here. It's pretty cool. There's this author named C.S. Lewis who prophesied, I believe, back in 1940-something with his book called The Screwtape Letters, where he writes this story about these demons and this lead demon who's tutoring younger demons on how to tempt the children of God. And do you know what their main tactic is? Do you know what this lead demon says to them, which is so prophetic for our day today? He says, keep them distracted keep them checking keep the noise going on all around them why because when you can keep them distracted you can keep them from focusing on jesus i'd encourage you right now to audit the distractions in your life and remove them to spend time in quiet with jesus and to watch his presence invade your heart patriots i don't know where you are in regards to demons I've walked cautiously on this topic, but I'm not going to walk cautiously here anymore. There are demons. 
They're scripturally, they're all over the scriptures. It's not some fantasy. It's not some metaphor. There's demons. And our world is surrounded by them, and we have been worked into a world of unconsciousness because we've been influenced by the age of reason that if we don't see it, it doesn't exist, and churches are no longer equipped to deal with them. And so we end up, anytime someone does deliverance work, it ends up being this comedy show that the churches like to highlight in order to keep their congregations tight within the prison walls of the church. No more. We have got to be equipped to deal with this. And we have to understand that it is, they are here and they are active and they're around us. And that's Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. There's a purpose for that. That wasn't just said for the fun of it, nor a straight metaphor. The devil works in your mind and in many other places to get within and to influence you in certain deep ways. So if you're understanding, this is a great comment someone just wrote, if we truly understand and believe spiritual war, we have to acknowledge their existence. 100%. Great comment. So I'm just putting that out there. If it makes you uncomfortable, all right. If you say, can't watch anymore, listen anymore, <laughs> okay. Because you know me. I'm going forward where God leads. And that's where we go. So I'm just giving you a heads up because I'm not going to shirk away from it. This is something that we deal with. And if you start really looking at like what's going on in our schools and we start seeing how demonic the activity is, how hateful it is, that's not of God. And so many of those children are so ill-prepared and being conditioned to receive that sort of demonic power. We have to literally start preparing ourselves in this type of fight. And so this is why another kind of caveat prep to listen to this really moving piece. Okay, this one Satan really didn't want me sharing because my TikTok literally crashed in the middle of me filming this, but I'm still going to share it. I started crying on my way home listening to worship music and a song that has never really hit me before hit me tonight and I need to share the message that I got from the Holy Spirit because it is one of the most powerful things I've heard in a while. The song is Build a Boat. I don't know who the artist is. I will put it in the description. I've heard the story of Noah more times than I can count but I don't think I've ever really thought about it in depth. And tonight when I was listening to the song Build a Boat which is about Noah, God Put it on my heart and really really spoke to me telling me you know kayla you've heard the story of noah so many times and you never really thought about it and i don't know why you haven't but do you know how many people looked at noah like he was crazy because he was building a boat a big boat and there was no rain there was no storm there was no flooding there was nothing I said, okay, well, yeah, of course I know that. Like, he was building it, but there was no rain. Like, okay, and? And when I tell you, God slapped me with the biggest truth. And he directly said, directly said, you know, sometimes you don't see the storm that's coming. Nobody does. But you still prepare anyways. And right now you're undergoing spiritual warfare and you don't even know what's ahead of you. You don't even know the battle that you have ahead of you, but you need to prepare. You need to equip yourself. You need to put the armor of God on. You need me. You need me. Don't think that you got this on your own. Don't think because you have it under control now, 
you don't even know what's ahead of you. When I tell you that I have spiritually battled so many times, and this is as clear as day, like, I don't even know how to express what it is when God reaches out to you. But it is so surreal. A story that I never thought would hit the way that it did. And the fact that I never, ever even put that together. The fact that I never sat there and thought, man, Noah didn't see the storm that was coming, but he prepared anyways. How could I not think to apply it to myself and say, I don't see the storm, but I still need to equip myself spiritually. I still need to build up my soul and strengthen my spirit. But man, did God make sure I knew that message tonight. And I know that there's someone out there who maybe missed that message a couple of times or maybe even knew the message, but just needed to hear it again. This is your sign. You don't know the storm that's coming. So strengthen your spirit for it. Man, that girl was touched and it's awesome. You can hear it in her voice and it's beautiful. And it shook her and rocked her right in the most beautiful place, right in her heart. She knows it's true. God touched her. And that's what God's doing so much of right now. If we listen, he's there and he's pressing word and words are coming through to people. We have to be prepared. And our spiritual armor has never been more important. This isn't just talk. And I think, you know, I've often said probably the most read passage in the Bible is Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Everybody loves it. It's like, we're going to put on my armor. What does that mean? Patriots, it is not something to take lightly. Armor up spiritually. Get yourself focused, pure, and clean with Jesus. Get your eyes on Jesus everywhere you go. This is time. War is here and upon us, and it's going to get more aggressive. And the thing is that as we in this culture, in our country, in the Western cultures, have shied away from willing to embrace the spirit realm, we're missing a big part of the fight and equally vulnerable. Get to know your enemy. Understand what they do and why they do it. They don't do blood sacrifices for the joy of it. They're feeding their beast. Armor up. This is serious. This is a warfare time, and we will get there. Remember, God uses us, and I can't stress that enough. That's what I was talking about last night. Don't limit him. If you're called, go. If you're called and compelled, if God calls you to put hands on and pray, put hands on and pray. I'm serious. This is, there is, there's nothing greater than we can do, but listen to him and be obedient. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us, and man is he with us. And boy, does he love us. And boy, will he never forsake us. And in the end, you bet God's going to win. But the greatest part about this fight is we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. And patriots, just so I say it, if you have not accepted Christ, it is time. It's time. So occupy the land, expand the kingdom, and subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. We're going to do an interesting review. I'm going to kind of do a review of all the events I'm kind of COVID forward to try to give context to some of the crazy that we're in right now. And admittedly, I think you'll kind of find it interesting because I've had a lot of reframing on some of the decisions President Trump has made. We still have to pray for that man, deeply pray for him. 
But I think you'll find it interesting. So I hope to see you tonight. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. 
We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.